Welcome to Godcast, where we talk all things Bible, Jesus, and God. I'm your host, Josh. And I'm your host, Megan. And welcome to Godcast. On the last episode, we talked about uh, being the light that people uh, need because we we see that the Bible talks about the importance of that. You know, Jesus Jesus tells us to not hard, hide our light underneath the bushel, um, giving giving that example. Because Jesus speaks a lot in parables and, and whatnot, gives physical examples of of what we're you know supposed to do um which i which i like so yeah and then this episode we're going to be talking um a little bit about staying grounded in your faith but if you liked your the last episode and you enjoyed this episode i encourage you to share this episode and the last one with your friends family and loved ones i i uh i also ask that you uh you support the Godcast community page on Facebook, where um, we want to have a community uh, chat, where our community, uh, being you guys, our, our listeners, can post in there freely and start up conversation, and yeah, just have a good have a good time in there. Because I I know people post in Facebook a lot, so give give it a go uh, on our community page. So, but uh, without further ado, do you want to pray us in? I can do it. Okay, yeah. I can pray and say it. Put me on the spot. I did put okay. you on the spot. I do that all the time to people. <laughs> all right. Uh, dear Lord, we just ask that you just uh, be with us in this conversation uh, today, Lord, that you just that you can just, uh, you know, of course, make your way into to every aspect of the conversation, Lord, that it can just be just be uh, God-centered, Lord, Christ-centered, Christ Lord, that, that you know, we don't we don't stray away and start talking about other things, Lord, but just you, Lord. And Lord, I just ask that you just uh, allow the listeners, Lord, to just uh, hear these words and, and hear this conversation and and uh, just just let it help them throughout their Christian lives, Lord. Let let us all learn something from this. And I just I just ask this all in Jesus' precious holy name, your son. Amen. Amen. So a little bit about staying staying grounded in faith. And whenever whenever I kind of you know, when God was giving me the selection for season three, I kind of, I was kind of in a, in a spot and I'm still at that spot where I'm tired of Christians not staying grounded in their faith and letting the world just walk all over mm-hmm. them. And then in, in turn, then Christians just turn to the world and go back, you know, and that's, that's a big issue. So in turn, I felt like God was giving me this topic to help stop the stop that and, and you know and and to kind of kind of bring it to our attention and, and kind of kind of talk about it because staying grounded in our faith, I mean, you know, our faith is what makes us a Christian. Our faith, our faith in 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 Christ. The, you know, the Bible says, you know, you know about about salvation, mm-hmm. and you have you have to believe, you know, and you have to give your life to God. And if you're not grounded in that, then the world's going to eat you alive. It is. It is. It does. And that's, and that's, and that's like the, the sermon, the sermon this morning and even Sunday school, um, at the, at our church was, was talking. You have to have a relationship with God. That's what I was just going to say. Like Brad, what he was talking about, said, do, you can't do anything without him. Right. I mean, you can, but not correctly. That was the key. It was like, but not correctly. Like, yeah, you still have the free will to make the choices, but the consequences or whatever comes after. Is... Right. And that's, that's like, I haven't lived very long, yeah. you know, 18 <laughs> years old, but I can tell you that 
there there were points there were lots of points in time in my life where I didn't really take into very much thought of you know the decisions I made and you know how God wants me to mm-hmm. to do things and like even even like the small things and you know James he he uh the our our other host of the podcast that is uh will, will be joining us soon he's back on leave so um but you know it's it's like you know we we think that we think that we can do whatever we want and it be okay and not ask God for for guidance because God asks us for guidance all the or asks us to ask him for guidance all the time throughout the Bible. In fact, we we need him to guide us. Mm-hmm. If if we don't have him to guide us, then we're lost. We're that we're that you know, the example of going after the one sheep. We're mm-hmm. that one sheep mm-hmm. that has that has thought that we're with him, but you look around and oh, I've I've gone away. <laughs> I've 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 left the flock. Right. <laughs> What's happened? You know? And if we can, you know, if we're not careful, that can, that can happen. But it's like me, I didn't, I didn't take into consideration what God wanted me to do, you know, as, as a servant to God, you know, God's called me to preach. He's, he's called me to be a, to be a singer. I know he's called you to, (laughs) you to be a singer. Yeah, I do a lot of music stuff. Yeah. So, you know, imagine, imagine, and imagine where we would be today if we didn't, we didn't stay grounded in our faith Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's crazy to think about it's really crazy when you like they're saying we literally can't do anything without him he gave us breath Mm -hmm. so every breath that we take literally like that's from him he's given us life like how more people don't when you stop and think about that we were talking about this a couple days ago whatever in the fear of god yeah and like how like when you really break it down and think about it, it's like he gives us everything. Literally, he decides everything, even though he gives us free will. Like we'll always go back. We do get that choice, but he still tries real hard to say, like, "Hey, this is how you need to do it, and you need to do it." We and, breathe God every day. Yeah, like, every breath. <laughs> huh. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> thank God. Right. Thank God. Um, yeah. That's and that's like. That actually, that actually reminds me of the song that the the, the preacher, pastor's brother, uh, brought up today. And I, I can't even walk without you holding my, my hand. hand. Mm-hmm. That uh, that that song that fits right mm-hmm. fits right in. But you know, staying staying grounded in in your faith. You know, what are some things that that come into your your mind with, you know, staying grounded in in faith? Staying grounded. Well. We talk about like the worldly things. It's so easy to get consumed with what the world wants you to do, what they they tell you, what you think you need to do, and everything. And like I don't know, deep down in me, I guess that's my conviction. That's because I hold it in my heart, very you know. But I can tell, like even when the majority of a group is like, "Hey, we need to be doing this," and I'm like, "Ah, that just don't feel right." And it's because mm-hmm. essentially it's not it's not right. Right. It's not right to stay grounded and to rebel against that. It's very hard when you're surrounded by people that are going against what you're trying. You know, you're trying to preach the gospel, trying to keep it mm-hmm. straight and narrow, and everybody's trying to pick and choose what they want. 
to see right. fit or whatever, right. you know, like, and it's like, you can't do that. Now it seems like, mm, I don't know, I really know how to put this into words correctly, <laughs> but like everybody wants to bend just a little bit because it fits to their needs and that's the keyword their needs it's like they're not putting god first it doesn't seem like to where i think it's, comfor- it's comfortability yes and that's what like yeah and brad talked about that this morning too which we talk about that all, all the time when god calls you to do something more than likely it is way out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and you're like no i don't want to do that right and he'll keep pushing you until until it's like all right fine you're not going to do what i'm asking you to do i'm gonna go find somebody else to do it right well, I was also I was also thinking about like there's certain there's certain points where society gets to, and we see a lot in the Old Testament, but the beginning of the the entire New Testament, of where of where it wasn't just uncomfortable and like inside, it was also on the outside. Yeah, you know the living conditions, mm-hmm. you know the imprisonment uh, that 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 Paul and most of the the, the disciples. Um, you know, that unfortunately happened to them, but it was because they stayed grounded Mm -hmm. in their faith that they got through it, but also because it happened was Mm -hmm. because they were grounded in their faith. But that's, that's a, that's a double-edged sword. It's very much so. That, I mean, one, 100, 100%, you know, and that's, that's just what's, that's just what's going to happen. I think we've gotten to the point where we don't want to hurt people's feelings because because we we feel like we for some reason for some reason we're afraid of getting god out there because of what other people what other Mm -hmm. people think and will label us but it's like who cares right i feel (laughs) like right now like people feel more concerned about what other people are gonna say or how they react more so than getting the point across the actual message that we're supposed to be you know preaching the gospel is is standing standing staying grounded in Mm -hmm. our faith getting that point across and people that are lost especially it's out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So it makes them uncomfortable. And that's why, what, what did he say this morning? Something about like how, and it's like, I don't know what it is about the world today, but if you disagree with somebody, it automatically, oh, well, you hate me or you don't mm-hmm. like, you know, and it's like, yeah. what happened to that saying in that, you know, we can agree to dis or yeah, we, we can, can agree, agree to, to disagree. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's it. And that's what people I think are so wrapped up in like, I mean, we do have to take into consideration the words and whatnot, mm-hmm. but don't take them so, like, shouldn't be so personal. Like, if you're reading your Bible and stuff, you understand that this, yeah, it should step on your toes. We all make mistakes. We all, you know, we all sin. It's, right. It, we we all fall short of the glory of yeah. God. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the biggest thing, like, we we have to try our hardest to abide by these rules and stand like and be mm-hmm. like Jesus how he how he loved and how he rebelled and didn't you know he listened to God and that was that was it less <laughs> I think it's less of rules and more of standard of living mm-hmm. if you our, look moral, at it. our moral the moral and ethics that our society like they used to be more prominent I feel like and like we just have lost a lot of that mm-hmm. well I mean we we look at some of the TV shows and right. some of the stuff that they pass and then some of the stuff that they block. 
Yeah. And like what that, they teach so, our kids, mm-hmm. the kids now, and what they used to teach the kids. And the things that they're allowing them to be exposed to versus what we, you know, like, shoot, I can even remember, like, when I was younger, like, in the 90s and stuff, and, like, certain, you know, like, all the adult, like, all um, the sitcoms and stuff, like, I remember my parents getting, like, upset because I wouldn't go to bed because they wanted to watch their shows, but it was because they were not kid-appropriate and whatnot, you know, right. and, like, now it's just... It's all on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't it matter. Well, it like, shouldn't whatever. be on at all. But the reason why it got to that point is because Christians weren't staying grounded in their faith. They weren't... For some reason, we weren't... We we weren't... Uh, we weren't doing what, what the men of the Bible did. And that was... I don't care what you say. I care what God says. And right. God says this. These are not my words. These are God's words. Right. I know the the Apostle Paul, he talks about in, in uh, 1 Corinthians a lot about how, you know, he's... Gl- this this shocked me. Uh, it was either 1 or 2 Corinthians. This shocked me. He said, I'm glad I didn't baptize you. And it's because they they would have, you know you know, praised Paul for it mm-hmm. instead of, instead of God. And that's essentially kind of, kind of, uh, you know, that's how our world is. That's how the, now. that's how the world We idolize world the, the presidents, the rulers, whatever you want to call them. Like, uh, singers. Yeah. Um, like just people. For some people reason, even like and, preachers and stuff, mm-hmm. we, we idolize them. But like, whenever it comes, you know, whenever it comes to like preachers, it's not them that's preaching. Right. It's God preaching through them. It's the Holy Holy Spirit. And you know, whenever it comes to this whenever it comes to the singers, you know, we we let so many we let so many things influence our life mm-hmm. outside of the Bible. Mm-hmm. It is it is like insane. <laughs> yeah, like when you look at it and actually look at it, it is actually it's very frightening mm-hmm. because it's like you guys hold these people up on this pedestal and i'm not saying that they're not you know people look you got the ground is level at the foot of the cross mm-hmm. so nobody is really higher up Nobody's than it better than people anybody, are but... judging people by material by worldly things that's they're Social measuring that power. success by that in my opinion no it's how you treat people how you treat people, how you're out there doing things. Like, are you putting people down? Are you, you know, if you see somebody that needs help, are you helping them or are you just walking right by? Right. Like, that, you know, and so many people, is a majority of us are, you know, yeah. Yeah, we we are. And it's it's scary to think about what the next 50 years is going to yeah. gonna hold. The, you know, my generation, but the generation under mine, mm-hmm. too. And then their kids... And then their kids' kids, and it's that's why we gotta stay grounded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta Seriously. stay grounded to at least get because there's way more people than like there's way more good in the world than there is evil. Why? Because if yeah, God wouldn't allow it. God made everything. Bottom line, God made everything, which means that everything here. Is from him in a sense too, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's. I, I I get what you're I get what you're saying. You know, there's more there's more. 
good than there is evil, and that's because God, you know, is more powerful than the evil. Light always but, shines out darkness. But the good that can happen here determines, a lot of it determines whether we let God work through us. Mm-hmm. And when that's not happening, we see more evil than good. And then we see evil overthrow the good, and then the good finally sees, ah, we need God to get us through this. It's like the last resort type it's, it's, thing. It's, the, it's, like a, it's like a clock that, that rotates over and over again. You know, it's like, have you ever seen those, have you ever seen those charts? I, I watch football all the time, so I see all the football memes or whatever, and it's like, it, it's like, uh, Baker Mayfield gets criticized by the media. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield gets mad at the media, decides to, uh, do good. Beats up the worst, the bad teams, plays bad, gets criticized by the media. It's like, it's like a, it's like, (laughs) it's like a cycle. That's the only thing that I could, could think of. But it's, it's like, it's like that. We are like on a repeating cycle because we have thick skulls. Nothing new under the sun. And that's what (laughs) history, what is it? History is doomed to repeat itself. Yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, it it does. If you look at the patterns of the Bible... It, it repeats itself. It does. It's just in our... like Yeah, because you could look at what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And it is very similar to, you know, another time. It's just the way the thing... Like, you know, we have social media and we have the internet and we have all this stuff now. But if you look at it and you break it down, mm-hmm. it's similar problems that yeah. we've always had that we just are too like you said thick scold we just there's, don't learn you're supposed to learn from your mistakes not just repeat them repeat them there's this uh thing going around and i just i was just listening to uh i think i was listening to a podcast it was a christian podcast but i can't remember the name of it um but he was talking he was talking about there's this there's this thing going on on social media where like a you know a spouse or a girlfriend will ask their you know, you know, boyfriend or husband, how many times do you think about the Roman empire? And it's, I was like, huh? And it's because America is so similar to the Roman empire right now, how it's falling apart. And we can see that. And we want, we, we feel the need that, you know, we need to stop it, but we can't. And there, you know, there's so many programs out there and stuff like the pro-life industry and stuff like that, but they were never able to get stuff done. And and we see the churches getting stuff done. And that's cuz that's cuz men are staying grounded in their faith to get stuff to get stuff done because you can throw money at somebody in, in, in an organization or whatever and they'll take the money, but are they really going to do something about it or they're just going to take the money? <laughs> and that's that's like staying grounded in in faith, you know, the 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 topic, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter what you gain you know, money-wise or social status-wise, the reason the reason why we haven't been so successful is because we want that social status that that center mm-hmm. that we look up to well, as. Being with the worldly thing. Yeah, we want we want that that kind of thing, and it seeped its way into the into the church. You know, when you look at these mega preachers that that preach to, you know, it's it's not wrong that they preach to thousands of people at a time. You know, we look at Billy Graham and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it's the doctrine that they're teaching them and how they're gaining such a following is because of the false the false teachings and the bending the rules of mm-hmm. I'm gonna preach what you wanna hear to make you itching ears. Yeah. 
It's like a second, what we were going over in Sunday school, 2 Timothy chapter 4 um, was ta- talks talks directly about itching ears. And it's it, it basically tells you to hold hold to the words of the Bible mm-hmm. before it talks about the, the itching ears and, and stuff. And that's that's what that's what we see throughout throughout the Bible is staying our ground, not not letting outside forces, outside influence influence us because we have one of the greatest weapons, the armor of God, the sword, you know, the word of God is, is our sword. And, you know, we we have all the pieces of the the armor of God and salvation is one of them. Salvation is a is a piece of it. And that's. We can fight these outside influences, but to fight them, you have to stay grounded. And on that note, I think it's a great time to talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor for this episode is coming from United for World Baptist Church of Maslin, Ohio. Are you looking for a Bible-believing church? Are you looking for a church that supports our youth? Are you looking for a church that will stand for God? Well, folks, here on Godcast, we believe that this church provides just that. With a pastor that preaches the Word of God, that stands on the Word, with great teachers that see the importance of teaching our youth, we encourage here at Godcast to come support this church and to help spread the Word of God. Again, you can find this church on 26th Street of Maslin, Ohio. So now, let's get into uh, our scripture. Um, so, in Matthew chapter 12, and I know you brought some, some scripture as well. But Matthew chapter 12, um, Jesus, uh, the heading over my Bible says, Jesus declares himself the Lord of the Sabbath. And if you know anything about the scripture, and I'm not going to go through the whole scripture because it is a very long piece of scripture in fact it goes well over uh it goes well over 40 verses it goes to 50 verses so and i don't think you want to hear me read for that long (laughs) so we're going to read a few verses but if you know anything about this passage jesus you know the, the pharisees were accusing jesus of working on the sabbath and jesus in this passage declares himself Lord of the Sabbath day. So the Bible reads at this, at that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn and his disciples or through the corn and his disciples were and hungered and began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, behold, thy disciples do Uh, that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. But he said unto them, Have ye not read what David did when he was and hungered and they were with him? How he entered into the house of God and did not eat the shoe bread, which which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the uh, priests? Or have ye not read in the law how on the Sabbath days the priest in the temple prof- uh, profane the Sabbath and uh, are blameless? 
But I say unto you that this is the, uh, this, uh, in this place is one greater than the temple. But if ye had known what this meaneth, I will have mercy and not sacrifice, ye would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath day. And when he departed thence, he went into the synagogue, and behold, there was a man which had his hand withered. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days, that they might accuse him? And he said unto them, What man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep? And if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. Then saith he to the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole like as the others. So, this scripture, this scripture is basically talking about Jesus rebelling against society in in not just society but the government and it's and it's base, basically basically Jesus is you know telling the Pharisees you're wrong <laughs> I mean he's he's essentially telling the Pharisees you're wrong and saying that that you know he he is the lord of the sabbath day and that's that's very very important to to see is Jesus even Jesus you know when the when the government is going against Christianity, it is important to go against the government, especially if it's going against God. We see this, you know, example: Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel, um, both in in the book of Daniel, and and Noah, Noah in Genesis, I think chapter six, it talks about that. Yeah, building a boat in the desert. Right. <laughs> you know, so even even Jesus, you know, in you, people might say that it, it contradicts Romans chapter 13, which is completely wrong because uh, if we'll actually go to Romans, Romans chapter 13, it basically tells us to, you know, listen to the government because God, because God puts, you know, the men in office and also uh the scripture that we just read you know i encourage you to read the entirety of chapter 12 of matthew because it is it is uh a blessing to to hear yeah but that's what in my notes from matthew that's what it um said jesus reveals the heart of god mm-hmm. and his act of rebellion against man He's right willing to break man-made rules to reach the hurting because if you think about it, unnecessary rules can create so much guilt and pain. We miss the true heart of God. You become so focused on the rules and denying them that we think that we can earn our salvation or we end up leaving everything behind and turn away from God. So right. you let Jesus fight for you. He has been rebelling since the beginning, but with a cause. Right, so. right. So, and it's, it's honestly... And it can get discouraging, you know, when an entire society is against mm-hmm. you. But if you have God for you, you know, the Bible says, who can be against you? Right. So it's, it's, 
it's just a matter of if we're going to stay grounded in, in our faith or not. It's very, it's very much a mindset, too, because the world can get, get to you. And that's what? He's trickery. Right. The devil's trickery. Right. And very deceiving. Do you... You know, what are what are some things that you you see that that we need to kind of veer away from as a as a Christian that's being pushed in our society? The big thing is you got to be real mindful about the media and everything that you expose yourself to. I mean, not just the not just the people that you're around and whatnot, but I mean, what what music you're listening to, what shows you're watching, anything that you. I mean, the the internet. You got to be real careful about those things because they. Oh yeah. He's very s- slick and right. sliding things in and making you think that that it's okay and that it's not and it's really not. Well, he's the prince of the airways. Mm-hmm. Is what he, you know, what the Bible, what the Bible calls him, calls him, and that's 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 scary if you think yeah. about it because you think about like nowadays, you know, what do we all have? We all have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally everything just that's going That's what we're through. recording this yeah. off of right now. Right. So, I mean, you think about that. We are given the tools, though, that we can stay grounded with using these things. Right. But... I think... Do you think that, you know, it would be easier for us to stay grounded in our faith if we didn't have technology, like our phones, like, you know... That's one of those... TV it's like and internet It's one access. of those things. It's a, like, for me, it's a love-hate thing i love technology but i hate it at the same time because it can it's like i said it's hard to stay away from certain things especially like trying to get like the youth and whatnot to stay away from like the bad people out there i don't really know like how to (laughs) put it in those terms but and then um you have that see i lost my train of thought again i'm on this episode <laughs> it's okay um that, that's one of the things that i that i see and it's it's i think i think we would be better off if we didn't have technology but it makes things convenient for us it makes it convenient so there, like that it's a double-edged sword mm-hmm. like it's cool because we can reach people like way far away like, we can keep in contact with people and stay grounded, keep, you know, talking with people that are like-minded. You can, like I said, you can reach people, you can talk to people across seas and whatnot. That is that is a good tool, but at the same time, you know, like we said, it's like, I, I'm, I like simple stuff. So, going yeah. back to the simple way. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it, it's but I like... couldn't imagine not having, I say that, but I couldn't imagine not having, like, I mean, I can't imagine it, but, like, not having electricity and, like, some of the luxuries that we have, the technology and whatnot, but. Um, but, uh, but the, I think it would be easier, though. Like, it wouldn't be easier living, like, it'd be inconvenient, like, you know, not having, I'm not talking more so electricity, but, like, just phones. Phones. And access to... And access to to everything. I mean, you can you can learn so much, that's, and not for the good of people. Right, and that's where like <laughs> I remember when the internet, like we when we would do book reports in school and stuff, and we still had to go to the library to like uh, what do you call that? Where you have to like write down the author and yeah. whatnot, where you got your information from and everything. And like, we still had to go through books and stuff. You couldn't find everything on the internet. Like everything that you found was so, you could tell it was so like 
out of left field. Now you have this contradiction where it's like, is this true? Is this not true? Where are the facts? How do you back it up? Yeah. So, and as far as like the technology stuff goes, if we would take that away, people would have face-to-face conversations more so. And I think that's a and lot that's, of the big thing because that's the connection. Like, yeah, we can still stay connected over the internet and stuff. But like we always talk about when you watch like church on Facebook and stuff, it's not the same as if you're present Absolutely in not, there. Absolutely not because it's a, it's, the, it's a spirit mm-hmm. and it's, with other people it's like uh, almost like words of a wise man yeah james keffer it's so simple that it's complicated right yep um, and you know what my dad always says it's almost like he's like, here when, when we're <laughs> when we're playing guitar that's what my dad always talks about it's so easy i just can't do it it's hard and it's like yeah, yeah and you take that across the board it's like yeah some things are so simple but we're so like Stubborn. I don't know yeah. what you want to call it. It's like it's so it's so easy, but yet we have such the hardest time doing it. Why? Right. And I. We're human. <laughs> I see. You know, that's that's one of the problems I see with spreading spreading Christianity now is we we've taken to social media way too much. Mm-hmm. What is and it's something uh, back in the men's in the men's Bible study we have at our church that I said, and that was, you look at everything people post on social media. You look at, you look at, you know, pictures of, you know, having a nice day today at the beach or whatever, but they're not actually having a nice day. Everybody knows that things that you post on social media are 95% of it's just fake and it's Mm -hmm. just trying to make other people think that you're having a great life and, and, and stuff like that. That's the same thing that people think about Christianity right now and a part of it is because that's the only avenue that we're trying to spread it with is social media and if you if you put if you put something on something like a social media website that that if you put something on social media that already 95% of the posts are fake then they're just gonna associate the Bible with that being fake, you know? And that's like, like you said, face-to-face interactions. We, we would see more face-to-face interactions, more, more of God's message being spread face-to-face than, than we would social media. And yes, it, or technology, you know, the technology is the reason why we're able to do this podcast right now, you know, get it out to, to people. So yes, I'm not saying that it's entirely bad, but I think it could be better if we could get back to the face-to-face, having to go to see people, having to see, you know, because what's somebody going to see, what's somebody going to see whenever, uh, whenever I post about God versus whenever I'm actually telling them about God? They can feel your... They're just reading the words versus having a conversation right now, seeing the passion, seeing how God has changed you know, my life, how, 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 uh, God's changed your life Mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, a change in our, uh, having a change in our life. Yeah. Like adding a, um, a colorful background to your little post doesn't, you know, you, you might get the point across, but I don't think people will really be able to feel it. It's just like a text message. You know, they always say that. And it's like, yeah, some people, if you know the person that you're texting and whatnot, like, yes, you can literally feel their emotions and stuff. Like, as you read their message but right. like if it's somebody random you know for all you know they're 
they're angry at you, yelling right. at you through there and whatever, right. or they're very happy, and it's like, you don't know, because it's just words. Yeah, so and in, to, like, in, other words, in, in other words, from James said, people post frequently on social media as a substitute to going out and actually doing real work. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is, that is, that is 100, 110% true is because it's become convenient Mm -hmm. and it it lets us not be so grounded in our faith you know because we can we feel like we can mess up at home we we feel like we feel like we can we can slip up at home and oh they won't see it oh they 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 won't see it like yeah the people won't but see that's where i was saying at the beginning like the fear of god it's like yeah we can we can get away with being sneaky or however you want to label it around people and whatnot, but when it comes down to it, God always knows. So yeah, I don't know. That always gets me. And the the two the two <laughs> examples of what what you know James has said is it's so simple, it's complicated, and how that goes into people post frequently on social media as a substitute to going out and doing real work, it's because it's so simple, mm-hmm. but it's complicated. It's complicated to go out. It's complicated to, to you know, go and, and, and teach people about God, te- tell people about our testimony versus, you know, slapping down a, a camera and recording a Facebook Live or, or, some, or something, something like that, or just post, just posting, you know? And you know, it's, it's fun to post. It's fun to interact with people online. But I'm just going to say it right now when COVID was happening, because, you know, that just went away. Um, <laughs> when, when, COVID, when COVID was happening, everybody wanted, everybody was like, ah, oh, I'm so mad. They're not going to let me go out. I, wanted, I just want to go to the store or hang out with people or I just want to go to church. And then once we see that it all opened up again, Half the people started showing back up to church. The same people that said they were mad still stayed home. It was living in fear, like the sermon today. Not living in fear. You're not supposed to. No, it says that throughout there. Do not fear. Do not, Do not fear. Yeah. It's like throughout there. And yeah, and I think that's because he knows we're gonna we're gonna worry. We're gonna have fear, but right. And that and that it's just gonna. It's just going to, I think it's just going to go out of control unless we have like-minded Christians that take this kind of message of, you know, staying grounded in your faith because it's, it's not easy. No. It's not None easy to stay. None of this is easy. Right. I mean, even when you're. If, if you, if you're going into your faith thinking that it's just going to get easier. It's going to be smooth you're sailing because you're saved and everything. No. He's gonna be very disappointed, real quick. <laughs> real right, quick. you're gonna you're yeah. going to get a reality check. Yeah. Because, you know, just because I got my ticket to heaven, just because I got my ticket to to God's kingdom, to just just because my life is on a different track and I'm living for God now. Usually, the people that live for God have the worst time mm-hmm. on this earth because. This earth is against, this world is against God. And because the ruler of this world is Satan and he's against God. So if you really think about it, if you really think about it, 
your life is not going to get easier because you became a Christian. You're your spiritual to... life is going to get easier. You're going to feel peace with God mm-hmm. most most of the time, I would say. But there's still depression. I mean, I, I'll say that in in my Christian walk, yes, I, I still battle with with depression. But then... You just don't stay there as long. I just don't stay there as long, and I'm not there as frequent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Same. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, when when you finally when you finally realize that God is your peace, you know, basically, basically the Bible says He's our peace. He'll give us He'll give us spiritual peace. Once you once you realize that you're not alone, then standing uh, staying grounded in your faith is going to be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Because it's real, and you, we should we should strive to stay grounded in our faith, be, because because of just who God is and and what he what he wants from us, and God doesn't just ask God doesn't just ask for us to do all this stuff for no reason. He did something for us and is asking for something in return. And he has it's a plan, right? And he has a plan. That's also going to be an episode. <laughs> the plan. <laughs> the plan. <laughs> um, but it's like, I don't know. I just, it's hard to stay grounded in your faith, especially when, when you see so much terrible things. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest. Most of the terrible things that I see is on social media, mm-hmm. is on the avenues that, that, you know, like I said earlier, is not the, not the greatest because then it sucks you in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally, like you listen to somebody that listens to the news like just the news an hour of news versus someone that doesn't listen to the news doesn't really know all the bad stuff going on or whatever but they just kind of stay in their community and they kind of try and build their community they're a lot more at peace than you know the the other people and it's it's because it's because all that's being shown is bad stuff i mean there's hardly any good stuff that i see shown online that's where i don't know if you've ever looked at like algorithms you know how Mm -hmm. you get those that's why they say like when you're on social media when you're searching stuff to do both sides the good and the bad so that way you don't just get all the because if you're constantly because that's all monitored by you don't even have to click the stuff it's just how long you stay like you know right in front of there like three seconds or something and then it automatically goes into that whole system that whole system in itself is yep but yeah that that, then it monitors you so you have to kind of yeah but it's it's terrible and they still try oh i know because i did those videos and the scary thing is is they give kids phones when they're four or five years old Oh, I have no monitoring. Look, I have a seven-year-old, and that's what. And I'm like, no, like absolutely not. You you do not need a phone. Who do you need to call? Me? (laughs) You're with me all the time. (laughs) Like, no, no, you don't need. I know, and I see it, and it's like the younger generations. It's just they're younger and younger that they get exposed. And it's like, parents' oh. fault because mm-hmm. it is because it, people mean, like to people like to blame kids and and they're like it's, like it's like the kids first of all the kids didn't choose to be here <laughs> you know they were you know God made them in the mother in the mother's right. womb and all that but didn't I will add didn't choose to be here and 
they didn't teach themselves the stuff that they know. No, it didn't what, just come out of thin air. No, that's why we as parents have to monitor it as much as possible. Now, obviously, when you send them out, you know, to public school or to anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, the world can, you know, can expose them to things that, like, you know, yeah, if you're I not there 24-7, that's why you have to give them the foundation, yeah. give them the... If I ever have a child, they will not go to public school. And that's what I homeschool. Because... Because and that in itself know, is a to, fun time too. It's a lot more lenient now that like people are more open-minded about having homeschool. But I still, it's like, I, like get, I get sideways looks like what? That's I'm like, like you know, just public school format was not always bad. Right. But it's who's running it is bad. Yeah, and I'm not saying I, I'm not like even private schools. Is, like the uh, central Catholic schools. It's all the systems. It's, it's a system, and that's where it's mm-hmm. like I. I'm not saying that they're bad. I mean, to each their own. Everybody's different. That's the thing. When it comes down to it, everybody's different. And we get so wrapped up of, like, wanting everybody else to be, like, exactly how we are. And it's like, no. Nobody else. Like, that's the thing. Nobody is going to be exactly how you are. We each have our own walk with God. We each have our own. Right. But we're supposed to follow the same things. Right. But, you know, we have different personalities and, Mm -hmm. and stuff. But, you know, letting... Letting scripture slide and, you know, for some people, letting things just, oh, you can, you can do that. And it's, you hear that? I'm a good, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. (laughs) And it's like, I'm not saying that you're a bad person just because you don't, you know, but you can't go around. It's one of those things. It's like, if you have to tell people that you're a good person, there's something, (laughs) there's like a red flag in my head about that. Cause I'm like, why? Like, why I never have asked. To like, why'd you come know. up to me and tell me that? I, n- I never asked if you right. were bad or good. Well, you, or what. you ask them, you know. Uh, and that, that's actually something that's kind of funny. You ask someone if they're a Christian, and they're like, well, I'm a good person. That's that's it's good like, that they associate good person mm-hmm. with Christian, though. That is, right. <laughs> that is, is a good yeah. thing. And that's where it is. And I'll always say this, too, because words are weird. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to research them because... The meaning of one word, even though it says in the, like, you know, in the dictionary or whatever that it means something, somebody else could have heard it somewhere else and like, well, that's not what I thought the definition was. And they take it a completely different way. Right. It's like, I did not. Well, it's like with, with the Bible, it's good to know Greek and Hebrew. Right. Like not, you know, you don't have to yeah, know Yeah, because it. there's lots of words in this and I'm like, what? And then you go and look at like, whatever that. You don't, you don't have a definition of it. And it's like, oh, like, and I'll go back with charity. Like I didn't realize that charity when I'm talking about in the Bible was love, you know? Mm -hmm. And then once I plugged that word, everything made more sense to me. And it was like, okay, because first thing when I thought of when charity is giving, which I mean, in the sense, you know, obviously, but it's just goes back to like, it's, it's what what the the word has turned into Mm -hmm. for, for our culture. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't think you have to, you don't have to know Greek and Hebrew fully. You no. just look up, you know, get a dictionary or whatever and just look up, you know, the, the trans translations. Cause uh, that, that helps, that helps a lot, mm-hmm. especially with comprehension of, of the word, you know, the, the Holy Spirit will interpret the Bible for us if we allow the Holy Spirit to do that. If, you know, if you're a Christian, that's why only really Christians can understand the word because for someone that doesn't have the Holy Spirit, they can't, they don't have the interpreter to. No, they're just to, words. Yeah. They're just so reading them and like, okay. for, for us, if you notice the closer you are to God, I noticed that the more I, that I can comprehend mm-hmm. his words and, and the more that he speaks to me through the Bible, because a lot of people think that it's, you know, God audible you know, in your, in your head, which sometimes, some, sometimes it is, but I'm very careful with hearing 
preachers and, and teachers talk about a God, God audible in your mind because it could so easily contradict the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, because, and you know, I don't, I've heard some, some of the peace and prosperity preachers or whatever talk about, talk about God telling them this specific thing and it never ends up happening. And that just ruins the name of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the family name is, as we've talked about on the podcast before, but Going back to our topic, because we just went off into <laughs> different, hey, different. Talking about God, so it's okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, to kind of close out out of here, um, and kind of give closing thoughts. Thoughts. Um, do you have any closing thoughts to staying grounded in faith? We have a little bit more time to share closing thoughts. <laughs> staying grounded. It's a. It's one of those foundation things like you have to in order to do this walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just because it like if you stay grounded in those times of trials and everything, it just makes it a lot easier. I, at I, least for me personally, like any time that I have like something that's coming at me sideways and then yeah. I'm like, oh, just beating me down. I, like we were talking, it's like we just don't stay there as long. Right. And staying grounded and knowing that. And it's like, well, think about a harsh time that you had back when. Like, here you are. You know, you're going to get through it. He's going to He's going to pull you through it. Mm-hmm. It may be real rough and, you know, yeah. but he'll calm the waters. Uh, a kind of illustration that I think of. Have you seen the movie Twister? Yes. The the tornado the movie? The <laughs> at the At the end of the movie, I think, it, I think it's the end. I think they were down in the basement and they were, like, testing, like, they were holding on to pipes or whatever, or yeah, I think it was pipes because or posts because they were trying to find the sturdy the sturdy one mm-hmm. because the tornado was c- gonna come and it was like one of the biggest tornadoes yeah. ever and it was just about to go over them and he's he's like this one's not gonna work or whatever so he tell, tells her to hold on to this one so they're holding on to it and they lived through it mm-hmm. because they held on to the one that was grounded. Mm-hmm. That's that's it right there. You hold on to God, you'll stand. You'll stay grounded in your faith. Mm-hmm. You you hold you hold on to to the one that that'll get you through it. Which the only one that'll get you through a situation or through this life in general is God. Mm-hmm. So if you stay if you stay grounded in your faith, you know, and also the if the importance of staying grounded in your faith is to you know show people what God's all about. And show people that yeah, there's no there's no bending of the word of God. The word of God is what it is, and it's gonna be what it's it's gonna be. And that's that's something that I see a lot now is bending bending the word. Mm-hmm. So it's important for Christians to stay grounded. You know? They can they can post on their social media all they want, but we'll get more stuff done if we actually go out there. Yeah, and in, into the world. And, and when we fulfill what He asks us to do the joy that comes afterwards like that we don't even really I mean at least for me like don't expect it but it just comes with it because you're doing what he wants you to do mm-hmm. and you're letting him guide you let Jesus fight for you right you know stay grounded right let let God fight for you let yeah. Jesus let Jesus carry you through it's like that song again I talked talked about it earlier I can't even walk without you holding my hand I think the representatives actually sing that sing that song too um, I think there's a 
There's a bunch of different. There's a bunch of yeah. There's a bunch of. That's a great stuff. song. But it's it's a it's a true song. And those are my favorite ones that are biblical songs. Mm-hmm. It's like any music that that we write has to come from mm-hmm. this this book because if not, it's in vain. You know, mm-hmm. it's just they're just words at that point. Yeah. You know, they, there's no there's no value to the words. You know? Right. They don't hit people like how they should. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you, I can tell. I can tell when a when a song. When a singer makes a song and it's not, it's not, you know, heartfelt or whatever. You yeah, know. yeah. Not, like uh, not, not not trying to call not trying to call everybody out. Elevation worship. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So those are was, was our closing thoughts. Mm-hmm. So um, if you have you know, any comments or suggestions for the, the podcast. If you like this episode, share it with your friends, family, and loved ones. If you have any comments and whatnot, you know, things that you, you would like it to, to uh, talk about, uh, go to the Godcast community page on Facebook, where you will find, uh, 307 members, I think is the last time that I checked. So we're, we're, we're gaining, we're gaining some, some community, not a whole lot of posting. So I'd love to see that change because, think it's like two people in there in there that post and you know i know that no not a lot of people or some people don't like to live their lives on facebook i'm one of those people out i will turn my facebook notification off and go on there when i have to post Uh, usually about the podcast or about me preaching somewhere or something like that other than that i'm not really on it because because i don't need to be on there but for the people that I see posting 13 times a day, it'd be nice to see a post <laughs> in there. Um, Cause you know, it's, it's nice to spark up conversation with your Christian brothers and sisters. And that's a way to stay grounded too. That is a way to stay grounded. Instead of looking at the, all the negative things on social media. Get somebody who's like-minded and talk, yeah. discuss topics. Discuss, discuss topics. You know, listen to the, listen to the podcast episodes, but yeah. share it, you know, share it with, share this podcast with people that that you want people that are christians but also people that you want to see go to go to heaven you know share not, not only share the podcast with them but but talk talk to them about what you gain from it i mean that's that's a great thing and, you know so yeah if you enjoyed this episode please follow it uh, there's a follow button on spotify and share it but other than that i'll pray us out all right uh, dear Lord, we just we just come to you today, and we just uh, want to thank you for uh, making your way into our conversation, Lord. I just ask that you just you just uh, uplift our days, Lord, and bless us throughout our day, Lord. Just be with us throughout our throughout not just throughout our day, but throughout our week, Lord. And allow this podcast to to grow how you want it to grow, Lord. And have it your way, Lord, because this is your podcast, Lord, and it's it's not surely not mine. So I just I'm just a uh, I'm just one of the one of the uh, uh, host on here you you control what goes on here so i just thank you for that lord and i just ask that you just bless us throughout the day and until our next appointed time I love you and thank you for all things in jesus name amen amen